Welcome back to the Her Advantage podcast. I'm your host, Mel, and this is episode number eight. We have a solo podcast for you today, and I am recording from Sydney. I'm sitting in my mother's spare room, and I'm telling you that for one of two reasons. Uh, She could walk in at any moment and announce, no doubt, that some sort of food is ready. Um, Secondly, I just feel like as soon as I've hit record, there are a million sounds happening in the background that I cannot control. So bear with me as we go through this episode, hopefully without too many interruptions. For those of you who don't know, I'm actually from Sydney. I left Sydney for the first time when I was 19 years old. I first moved to Canberra um, and to this day is the best year of my life. Um, I then ended up in Bathurst where I was for six years before I moved back to Sydney for two years and then found myself living in the Barossa Valley. So while Sydney is definitely the place I was born, it's not home anymore and it hasn't been home for a very long time time, which is really timely with the topic that I want to talk about today. The topic I want to talk about today came off the back of an Instagram post. I posted about a little rant I had at a girlfriend the other week over nice anchovy platter with a glass of wine. And she was telling me all about, you know, she's having some health issues and She was telling me all about the things that she's been researching that she wants to try to resolve these health issues. And normally when I find myself sitting in these conversations, I sit and I listen and I very quickly try to change the subject. And this time I thought, you know what, there are, my clients work so hard to get the results that they get and I am insulting them by sitting here, entertaining the fact that this very good friend of mine wants to deep dive into more restrictive eating, more diet culture, and just less understanding her own body. So I snapped and I said, you know what? The internet is not the place to start self-diagnosing and self-treating what's going on inside your body. So this episode we're going to talk about Where do you start? Where do you even start? If the internet does have so many different things to offer, how do you know where to start and what the right steps are for you to move forward? Now, the reason it's a really good timing for this episode is because as much as Sydney is home, I need reminding of these things because it makes me so uncomfortable being here and I can feel the physical stress and anxiousness in my body while I'm here. So these are a really timely reminder and I'm going to share them with you along the way. So these tips that I have for you today are more based on mindset. They're more based on getting yourself ready to really make the transition into understanding your situation and understanding how to get out of it. If we know that we can't heal in the same place that made us sick, how do we change that? It's not through restriction. It's not through more exercise. It's not through buying another program. It's through really understanding our own physiology, our own environment, and really who we are as individuals. So let's move into this. 
Now I should start by saying that these steps I have used both myself and with my clients. They are repetitively something that we all come back to when we really want to start to understand how we move forward from the situation that we're in. So this seems like a really obvious first step, but it's something that I think a lot of shame and guilt comes with, comes around. So the first point in where we want to start is realizing what's not working for you. Realizing that where you are right now, all of the discomforts that you feel are real and what you're experiencing. It's not a shameful position. It's where you're at and it is okay to stand up and go, this isn't the life that I want for myself. I deserve better. So step number one, realizing and really holding that space for yourself to understand that where you are is not working for you. The second step that we roll into is realizing old habits. What habits have led us here? What habits have we tried in the past that maybe aren't long-term solutions? Are they restriction? Do you, do you, you know, in the past, have you gone to cutting out certain foods? Have you gone to cutting out certain food groups? Have you gone to calorie restriction? Um, what are your habits? What have you tried in the past? Is it a numbing thing? So, you know, is it something that you can just put your mind into wholeheartedly, you know, that zero to 100 sort of thing. I'm going to focus only on this thing and ignore everything else. So that's what we call a bit of a numbing activity. You know, let's ignore everything else. And if I pour all my attention into one thing, then I can blame that one thing for either working or not working. So that's number two, really realizing and just again, holding space for the old habits because I'm going to repeat the same thing that I started in the beginning. If we can't heal from the same place that made us sick and we can't, how do we, how do we change that? And so realizing those old habits and yes, they served you at one point, but they might not serve you at another point. One of my clients, one of her big realizations in the last couple of weeks has been, you know, she is well into her forties and what worked in her twenties is not going to serve her for her forties. So realizing that those same patterns are no longer beneficial to you. The next step is to ask yourself some questions and give yourself specific answers. So, you know, in the fitness and the wellness space, it's, I want to, I, you know, I want to lose some weight. I want to feel good. I want to have more energy but what do these things look like in your life? So if you want to feel good, what does it mean for you to feel good? You know, for me to feel good, it means I am waking up in the morning without an alarm, feeling really well rested. I am going for a morning walk. I am wanting to be social. I am participating in regular exercise These things are specific in my lifestyle and I know them through habit. So give yourself permission to be specific about your answers. So what activities are you doing? What activities are you not doing? How do you understand where you're at and just be okay with it? 
So getting specific about your answers. It might have been a while since you have felt good. So, you know, think back to a time in your life where you were feeling really good and you were feeling on top of things. What were the activities that you were doing then? What were the activities? What were, the, what were the social engagements that you were doing? What were the things that were just filling your cup? So that was point number three, just really getting specific about the answers. The reason that this is such an important point is because usually by the time we are in our 30s and 40s, we have done different programs We have done programs with friends. We've done programs with family members. And you know what? There's not been a lot of opportunity to really ask ourselves these questions and give an honest answer. And right now you're trying to do something for you. So you need to understand what those specific answers are in order to achieve that. So yeah, get specific about your answers. And it might not be waking up without an alarm. It might be, you know, coming home after school and or after school pickup rather, and just not wanting to crash on the couch. It might be actually participating in the after school activities or feeling like you have a million things to do. It might be as far as might be the complete opposite. It might be giving your kids some entertainment and you having some space to do the things that you want to do. I don't know because I'm not you. So get specific with your answers, people, and try to understand where you're at. Point number four, this one, I really enjoy this one and it's really beneficial, but it can be really hard to sit with. So in the past, when you have looked for solutions to your health problems, what have you done? So this point is understanding your bias. Are you looking for restriction? Are you looking for medical support? Are you looking for coaching? Are you looking for advice from friends and family? What are the, where are you looking for help? I can guarantee that it's very rarely you're looking within you for answers and always looking outside you. And this can be really helpful in understanding what your next step is, because if you know you're always looking to cut things out or add things in, and we know, again, we're going to come back to the original saying, we can't heal in the same place that made us sick. So if we're constantly looking for the same sort of support and we know that we don't get the answers from that, then maybe the next time we will look for the opposite. So for example, if you are someone who falls back onto restriction, and I mean that in terms of cutting food groups, cutting specific foods, cutting out calorie restricting, relying on shakes, um, all of those sorts of things, then maybe you can look at it and go, right, how can I add in? How can I make this a broader spectrum thing rather than only cutting things out? The medical support one. Now, I am not a medical professional and I am very much supportive of medical support in the right situation. But my experience, so I was diagnosed with PCOS when I was 21 And, you know, even at that point, he didn't ask me what my past medical history was. He didn't ask me any lifestyle questions. I just remember at 21 being told you need to go on the pill to regulate your periods. And 
watch your weight. They were the two pieces of advice he gave me and sent me on my way. Oh, and also if you ever wanted to fall pregnant to come back and see him. It wasn't until later on that I realized that my symptoms had been showing for a very long time. I had years of bad mental health, years of acne, years of terrible period symptoms. And so there was no broader spectrum investigation. It was really just the medical support that I got was very much, oh, this is the symptom that you're experiencing now. Okay, then we'll just fix that. If you want to heal yourself, you have to realize that you are a human being and there are lots of different facets to you. I think it was one of the philosophers or very early physicians, Galen, that described that there are six aspects to health, Um, air, food and drink, excretions and retentions, movement, rest and passions of the mind. All of these things make up who you are. And so understanding that you are a whole human being, you just cannot put a price on that. So that fourth and final point that we're talking about today is understanding your bias and what you're, you know, in the past, what you've looked at for help. What can you change differently about applying it to the next stage? So... The final point that I'm going to end on is I actually asked one of my clients, you know, if I'm going to start talking about where to start, what do I need to talk about? And she agreed with me that on that final point, we need to understand that it's not just diet and exercise that makes us a healthy person. We need to understand our relationship with ourselves, with nature, with the with all of the different things that we have in our life and that we welcome into our life to really become a better, well-rounded, more energetic, more creative, more understanding human being. So there we have it. Let's recap through those points. Point number one was realizing what's not working for you and really being okay with that. Point number two was realizing old habits. Is it restriction? Is it numbing? What are the old habits that you've done in the past that are no longer working for you? Point number three, asking yourself questions and giving yourself specific answers. So I want to feel good. Well, what does it mean for you in your life, for your family, for your partner, for your employment? What does it mean for you to feel good? Specific answers. Point number four was understanding your bias. So when you go back to realizing your old habits, what are you looking for? Where are you looking for solutions that aren't you? So is it again in restriction? Is it with medical support? Is it with high intensity exercise? Is it in constantly joining six week, 12 week, 18 week programs? Where do you find most comfort in putting, outsourcing a solution. And point number or extra point number five is realizing that you are a human body that is multifaceted. It is not just about diet and exercise. It is really about understanding who you are as an individual, your relationship with yourself, your relationship with nature and making that work for you. 
So there we have it. We have my five points on where to start when you decide enough is enough and you want to feel better, whatever that means specifically for you. So as the smell of chocolate cheesecake fills my mom's spare room, I think that's time for me to sign out. Let me know if you thought this podcast was helpful. Let me know what your favorite point was out of those five points. I am very interested to see where this conversation is going to go. And as always, please share with a friend if you think this might be helpful. But don't snap at them over anchovies and wine. There's a much better way that we can go about things. So until next time, speak to you then.